Hey, welcome back to the Tales of Rob and Jay. I'm Jay. I'm Rob. And before we get into Beer 30 this week, uh, I want to give a big shout out to everybody who participated in the uh, the free t-shirt contest that I did with Crafted by Becky. Um, we, uh, I was waiting on the verdict, you know, everybody was supposed to message my mom and tell her the secret word, which was Denozo. And, uh, I call her up on Friday morning or Saturday morning, sorry. Cause it was over Friday and I'm like, Hey mom, you, when are you going to do the, uh, the, uh, spin down thing or whatever to figure out who won the t-shirt? And she was like, Oh, I would do it, but nobody entered. Oh shit. Yeah. So nobody won. <laughs> Thanks guys oh. for, for participating. I really appreciate it. You missed out on a free shirt. So, mm. I mean, we did get a couple more likes, which I do actually appreciate that. I was being sarcastic before, but I do actually appreciate people liking and stuff. But like, all you had to do was listen to our podcast and you could have won a free shirt. But I guess people either didn't want a free shirt or they didn't want to listen to us. Either way. Thanks a whole lot, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, so that was a little bit of a bust, but whatever. I mean, technically, I, I made a joke with her. I was like, technically, I sent you the name, and I've shared everything, and I'm a member of your group, so I think that means I won. <laughs> so thanks for winning me a free shirt, guys. Um, I'll probably get a free shirt out of it. So, But yeah, anyways, it was kind of a bust. Uh, hopefully, next time that we try to do something like that, more people will participate. Um yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. If if it's something, you know, I'd like to hear from you guys. Let me know if, if it was you just didn't want a free T-shirt, but you still listened, or you don't want to listen to us ramble, but you wish you could have got the free T-shirt. You know, let us know, um, and we can try to adjust accordingly. But anyways, uh, I think that's it with that little announcement. It was just it was kind of funny. Like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like literally nobody. <laughs> fucking entered into it like a couple people liked the page and shared it and shit and i was like all you had to do was listen halfway through episode 26 and you you had the word bada bing bada boom maybe the word was too hard too maybe i mean i spelled it yeah i spelled it out (laughs) so i don't know but anyways you know what time it is Alrighty, what do we got, Rob? Brewdog, East Coast Crush, New England style IPA. Four point eight percent alcohol. Not bad. A little slogan is "United We Stand for Better Beer." Fiercely defiant and independent. Hell yeah! What is a uh, full full force fog machine? What is that about? It's on the side of the can there. Maybe that's another little slogan. That or when we open it, it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of fog comes out. Well, let's see. Columbus, Ohio is where it's brewed. Hell yeah. Smells like an IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh. I mean, it's definitely light on the alcohol for an IPA, so I kind of like that. Yeah. That bitter's back. The bitter, bitter, bitterness. East Coast Crush. Uh, After the initial taste, it's not too bad. 
That's why I lightened up on it. But um, I'm still kind of uh, that that initial taste is very bitter and uh, kind of standoffish for me. Do we have like a flavor profile? Anything on the website or anything? Mm-hmm. I don't see nothing on there. No, there's nothing on the can that I see at least. Are you looking it up? Yeah. yeah it's uh I think I'd give it uh, God that t- that initial taste is so bad for me. Um I give it like a, a 5 maybe a 4. <laughs> oh no, so I'm definitely a bit higher then. Yeah. It's a, it's just that initial taste. Very, very, very bitter. I'm not even finding. Like I think I found the site, but you don't want to tell us about your beer. You don't want to tell me how horrible it is. I see how it is. East Coast Crush, or wait, that's the who made it. Who made it? Brewdog. Brewdog. Yeah, I'm not finding it on their website, so I don't know if it's like a discontinuance or. This is another one of those $4 packs, I'm pretty sure, so um, yeah. maybe it was. <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's just get rid of this one. Uh, don't really want to talk about it anymore. It's pretty bad. It has a, uh, on Untapped, uh, has a 3.7 rating. Out of 5 or 10? Out of 5. Yeah, so so, that kind of lines up with that. Yeah. yeah, it's just not. Well, I found it, I think, but it's in a different can. Oh, their website's old. That's probably why. Released last week in a sites from like 2019. Shit. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's just uh, what I what I see here. This uh, says on Untapped. This New England IPA pours as hazy yellow as a Vermont morning. Bags of tropical fruit, aroma rise, uh, dry hopped for a fruity hit with pineapple, mango, and a touch of zesty lime. Brewed with wheat and oats and left cloudy to a, for a smooth, juicy delivery. Smooth, light, and se- <clears throat> sessionable with a subtle bittersweet finish. High on hops, low on bitterness, big on taste. What the fuck? That's like anti-everything I just said. <laughs> um, it's probably because it's lower alcohol content. Probably has something to do with that, is what they're saying. It, maybe. I don't know. It says it finishes off with uh, a bittersweet. I don't think it finishes off bitter. I think it starts off bitter. Maybe bitter's not the right word. Maybe it's uh, something. I mean, let me take another drink. It's saying it was a formerly a draft only. Hmm. That's why I can't really find much on it. Er, oh, okay, I found the Untap article. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe bitter isn't the word that I'm trying to find. It's just like, it makes my fucking, it's not sour either. But it makes me kind of like fucking click my tongue, you know, like fucking to the roof of my mouth like, mm, no, I don't like it. <laughs> I actually like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like summer beer for sure. 
Like, oh, it's definitely a summer beer. Like the the aftertaste is good. So I think it's I'm going to leave it at a five, but I have to dock it for that that taste in the beginning for me personally. Oh well, yeah, I'm at that seven. Like I really actually buy a six pack of this. Yeah, well. even if it's on sale, that's more the thing because <laughs> yeah. I'm cheap, bang for my buck. Yeah, ten dollars a six pack or uh, twelve dollars a twenty four pack. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, so uh, Rob recommends. I'd recommend it. Just know that that the initial taste is not going to be favorable, in my opinion. That's that's my that's that's the J verdict. Um, East Coast Crush. Uh, I had a buddy from work who listens, and uh, he mentioned that we should start uh, um, using like our thumbnail for the for the episodes, and have a picture of the beer and uh he because he he said that like by the time that we get because we usually only say the name of it in the beginning and then we review it and stuff he's like by the time that we review it he's already forgot which i mean you can go back and listen but i I see what he's saying so i'm gonna try to like say the name of it a couple times as we're reviewing it and then i think i'm gonna gonna try to do something um with the the thumbnail huh does he drink craft beer i guess um I think he just likes to, you know, try new things from time to time is what I gathered. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I definitely could see myself getting pissed drunk in the pool with this. Yeah. Yeah. That's each throw. <laughs> but that's uh, East Coast Crush by Brewdog. Yeah. I think I'm really starting to develop the taste for IPAs. Yeah. I, I Every time I think that I am, I find the one that, that ruins it for me. <laughs> So, yeah, I had a couple of the, uh, might've been the one from last week or no, we had Mantry last week. The one yeah. before that, I gave a couple to my buddy, Nate, cause I had them in my truck. I'm like, here you go. And just take these, try them. what do you say? I haven't talked to him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, what do we, what was, what was it? The one that we had? That we... It was some sort of like German like the first German beer hmm. IPA or something. I remember, yeah, yeah. Or the first one that made it over to America. Yeah, that's they, what they, they say. Imported it over. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that one. Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. There's, it's just, it's something, I like IPA flavor. It's just, there's, it's something. Maybe it's the hops. You know, it said high hops or whatever in it. So maybe it's the hop flavor that I'm like, man, I could, you know, tone it down a little bit. Because there's a lot of them that I'm like, hell yeah, you know, I can drink this. And then there's some of them that I just, that that initial taste is just like off-putting. I'm like, uh, okay, now it's a little bit better. Like after it sits on the tongue for a minute. But, yeah. I have to, maybe I need to investigate that. So the, this one's high hops and I don't like it. So now the next time that we get one that says, you know, high hops and it's low everything else or whatever, and I don't like it, then it's it's the hops. We'll figure this out one day. Yeah. Maybe next week we try the uh, Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I've had or, it before, but... Do you have some? No. No, I have to get it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd be down for that. Definitely want to try it, even if it's not on the podcast. Like, I, I definitely do want to try it, so... Yeah, it's like them childhood memories of... Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, it's 
I think now I'll actually really enjoy it because at first I'm like, I don't know, this is rough. Mm-hmm. But now that like I'm really starting to like IPAs, it's like, I think that's I think I can really actually enjoy it. Yeah, give that another go round. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, and it's only fitting that like we we should also have some Budweisers around so that way when we get you know we'll drink that and then after that we'll open up two Budweisers and smash them together and fucking yeah. dump them on ourselves. Try to throw them to each other. Yeah. <laughs> He always got me, dude. Whenever he'd come up there and he's like, his head's fucking rattling back and forth. He's talking all kinds of shit. He's just throwing beers and shit and fucking getting beers thrown to him and drinking them. But he's like actually just dumping it on himself. He did the uh, like 25 year or 25th anniversary of Raw or something. Yeah. Where they had a lot of the old people come back and it was kind of upsetting. He really didn't do any talking. Like, I don't think he did any talking. Really? He might have did like a little promo backstage. For like 10 seconds but other than that hmm. now he basically just drank beer <laughs> fucking hit Vince McMahon and Stephanie and Shane all with a stunner and somebody else and then sayonara so yeah <laughs> and I only huh. stayed up late that night to watch it just Steve Austin because I always listen to his podcast when he had it yeah and he was like the first one on like cool I'm going to bed now yeah <laughs> Did uh did he you said when he had it did he stop doing his podcast? I think so. I think he kind of signed with the WWE network and he's mm. kind of got something going with them. Wow. I think just because I think he wanted out of his contract with Podcast One, I think is who hosted it. Mm. Hmm. So, I wonder do, it, do you, you might know this? Does he still do that reality show that he was doing? Or like the uh the like uh what he, was it? He's it was got a new like, one now. He had Redneck Island that he Yeah, did that's it. what it was. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like one or two seasons. Oh, really? Then he did some other one. But now he's on to this, like, I can't remember what the fuck the name is, but it's fairly new. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve O was on it. Hmm. Where he kind of meets up with these people and it's like a day in the life type thing. Mm hmm. And, and it seems interesting. Hmm. I'm to check that out. Yeah, I know. Uh, A&E just released a, uh, they're doing like a weekly series. I need to go back and watch it because that's one I really want to watch. But it's basically like the story of certain wrestlers' lives and Steve Olsen's like the first one. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a good one to start with. Oh, yeah, for sure. I did see, um, I don't know how long ago this was now, that uh, I think it was The Undertaker was uh, like... What did he do? It, it was either The Undertaker or Kane brought in the other one into the WWE Hall of Fame or something like that. I don't know if you saw that or not, but it was like a big moment not too yeah, long it ago. It probably was Undertaker bringing in Kane because I think he just got in. Gotcha. But yeah. that's because they played the uh, the skit as brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big moment for anybody who remembers The Undertaker and Kane's thing going on in, back in back in the day. So I thought that was pretty cool. They look fucked, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the abuse that you take on your body yeah. as a wrestler is it's like, yeah. oh, it's fake. Yeah, but when you work like three hundred and fifty five days a year, traveling, being yeah. run down from doing shows every night, to even not even doing shows that's involved with the WWE. Yeah. Because they do like independent wrestling too. It's like, okay, this place wants me to come out and do like a a main event. Mm-hmm. So they're like looking for extra work even. Yeah. It's like 
well, it's still a show and it's, it's still, you know, performing and stuff like that. But not only that, it's like, not everything is fake. Like you can only fake so much. Like some of like some of it was contact as far as I know. Uh, I mean, obviously some of the, the crazier shit wasn't, you know, but like when people fucking, you know, jumped off the top ropes, like they wouldn't put all of their weight into it, but they, like, you still got hit, you know, you no still matter what. hit the ground with yeah. weight. <laughs> exactly. So like, no matter what, you're still fucking up your body. It's just not as much as fucking like MMA or, or whatever. Go look at uh, Undertaker versus Mankind. Like, yeah. Mankind literally like lost like most of his teeth that match. Really? Broke like three ribs. Damn. Knocked himself out. They were like <laughs> wheeling him out on a stretcher, and then he came to, and he's like, fuck this. I'm going back and wrestling. Was that the cage match? Yeah. That where like they went through the fucking top of it and shit? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, so there was like four things that happened that match that wasn't playing. Like him yeah. knocking himself out. I don't remember all of that. I, I, I feel like I remember that. I don't remember him like losing a bunch of teeth, though. Oh, yeah, he lost a shit ton of teeth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's but, like, wild. It's fucked because like he literally knocked himself out, and they're like panic mode. Got him on a stretcher. <laughs> right, well. And like taking him out. And then he just comes to and he gets off of it like it was played out and just fucking went back to wrestling, put on the show for the kids, you know? Yeah. Like. Hey, I mean, I commend him for fucking, you know, having a work ethic. And I think he was like the big one for like the thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. Are you like, it wasn't like fake thumbtacks. Like, no. you really seen like thumbtacks <laughs> stuck in his back. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, people could do that and shit, but that's still, like, when I think about it, I'm like, oh no, no thank you. That's like fucking acupuncture and shit like that. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Fucking bunch of needles stuck in you. Fuck that. I kind of want to try it. Mm-mm. Let me know how it goes, but I'm, I still don't want to, <laughs> I still don't want to do it. <laughs> I am curious a little bit about it, though. Curious about rubbing tugs, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're in, like, Lexington. I'm not driving that far. Yeah. Not worth it? No. I don't think so. Not even for the experience? I mean, it's fucking like, what, hour away from Lexington? Yeah, but I feel like you can get a back page hooker and yeah. just do it in the comfort of your own home. I mean, yeah. You could pay them for a massage. Yeah, and yeah. Massage yeah. your cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I think they even bring the tables. I'm pretty sure I've got curious and looked up back page hookers, even Craigslist. And you wonder why like crack pipes show up on your Amazon, <laughs> you know, your suggested searches and stuff. When you look up shit. Well, they made it illegal. They got rid of all the hookers and stuff off Craigslist and which is bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Not because I want to be with hookers, but I think that, you know, hookers should be allowed to do, you know? Yeah. They say that's like the most honest work. Okay. Whatever. For whatever reason, they just like paused. Okay, yeah, we're still recording. Oh, okay, good. A little thing just popped up, and it was like, not able to, something with the meaty file, or, I don't know. Okay. But, I was like, oh, shit, but yeah, what were you saying, hookers? Yeah, it's like the most honest work. Everybody gets what they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if it, you know, I I believe prostitution should be legal. I mean, you know, they're, you're, you're fucking, like, who cares? Like, if one person wants to pay another person to, screw then who cares like what's what they say it's the most honest work guy gets what he wants the girl gets what she wants she gets paid he gets his nut and it's they're both happy yeah (laughs) and like the only thing you need to be worried about is like diseases and stuff like that but if it's legal and you have like 
instead of pimps, you know, and shit like that, you got like companies that do it, and then they have to have like standards and stuff like that to, because nobody, you know, p- through competition and shit like that, like people are gonna look over here and like, well, these guys have, you know, um, none of their girls are allowed to, like, they all have to get tested for diseases and stuff like that, so like. You can't say, like, well, what about this? Like, no. Competition would figure itself out. People, you know, people would be happy. That is very... You're right. It's most honest fucking work right there. Yeah, I think there's a study that they've done, like... They were, like, giving chimps money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, as soon as they kind of turned them loose, as soon as they they took the money or whatever, went straight to the chick and fucked her. Yep. (laughs) And gave her the fucking coins. (laughs) It's like, "Mm, yeah. I mean, it's been going around even in the animal kingdom. Yeah. It did make sense, though. Like, you know, fucking, like you just said, you know, dude gets what he wants, chick gets what she wants, and fucking chick gets double what she wants if she's, you know, if she's into the sex, so. Yeah, I mean, and, even, it, and it can go both ways. I mean, I don't know how many, like, male stripper or male prostitutes there are, but. I'm sure there's a whole market for it. We just don't know about it. <laughs> not our, not our thing. <clears throat> it, what, who should look into it? I probably should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see you in that line of work. <laughs> It's all about the service. Yep. Yeah, buddy. All the, the, uh, <laughs> the service, the service to you or the service to them? Yeah, to them. Yeah, sure. I believe you. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink to that. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> We're all getting what we want, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's the, um, that's somewhat of a decent segue into, kind of what you know you wanted to bring up with the dave smith on joe rogan and stuff and the the i know we were gonna talk about like corona and stuff like that we can get to that also that's involved in it but um dave said that you know there's a possibility he 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 didn't seem like he really wanted to but he there's a possibility that he could run for president and uh i think i'd vote for him just off that initial you know first and uh first encounter with him i like his libertarian views on things and he he opened uh he opened a door for me to actually like look into something that is like legitimately bad about trump so i haven't gotten to look into it yet but i'm going to um with that he said like he ended up killing like a hundred thousand people or some shit like that in like yemen or so, something hmm. something like that i don't remember exactly what I it was i'm gonna go back and listen and look into it yeah i don't remember that but yeah it's the and is <coughs> it Military industrial complex or industrial military complex? Military industrial complex. Yeah, they say it's like very profitable where people's like, oh, we need to get out of this war. It's like, fuck no, we don't. Oh, yeah. Because my pockets are just being plum filled. Yeah. Any, any, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, or at least it's said to be, you know, when if a president goes in there and tries to, you know, pull us out of wars and stuff like that, there's a big industrial complex of people who are just making too much money. I mean, you got the i mean there's i'm gonna rattle off a couple things and like that's not even the extent of it but you got like the people who make the uh tanks and shit like that and like the vehicles and the people who make the weapons and the, the stuff that goes into those things people who make the fucking uniforms i guess or you know uh people who profit from uh well i know a big one what is it i know like a big one would a lot of people would say that uh oil so, yeah. for instance, when we first got involved with Afghanistan, mm-hmm. our president at the time, George W. Bush, owns oil companies. Mm. So it's like, did he profit from that? Sure. I'm As sure being president, it's like kind of, you know, a big standing thing. 
yeah, there's there's a lot of things to be gained, and it's ridiculous. War shouldn't be used that way. It should be used to protect us. That's my viewpoint. Yeah, and another thing they said is like, and I've always had that question of like, I remember, okay, so 9-11, and then it's like, war with Afghanistan. Then it's like, war with Iraq. It's like, how the fuck did we get involved with Iraq again? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell happened? It's like, then you just quit hearing about Afghanistan. It's like, war in Iraq. It's like, we went from trying to kill the people that did 9-11 to now we're in a whole new country. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, old, uh, old Sleepy Joe pushed back Trump's, um, target to get people out of Afghanistan. Uh, we're supposed to have everybody out by September 11th. So, 9 such a fuck date. Yeah. And I, he, he, it's obvious that it's like symbolism type thing you know like it happened you know we started at 9 11 20 years ago and now we're gonna end it 20 years later on 9 11 and it's like why'd you push it back like was the symbolism really that because i'm pretty sure trump had it set up to happen in like june or something like that so like yeah let's let's leave him over there for another three months like so i can look cool put on my sunglasses and drive my Drive my car down the street, I mean, waving at people and falling asleep. Him looking cool, or is it the people that's working him like a fucking puppet? The, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> let's uh, let's bump up his complex, you know, of looking like a hero. But it's like yeah. this dude doesn't even know what he had for fucking breakfast ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did like that uh, Dave Smith guy. He he had pretty much the same projection that I did about well. I said that it would be two years. You know, I, I said that they let Joe do his thing or whatever, you know, be there for two years. And then after two years, that's when Kamala would step in, um, mainly because of the midterms. And then he said, I give it two years, you know, like somewhere between now and two years in, he's not going to be president anymore. So we're on the same page about that. <laughs> I think uh, I said it probably would last two years. I don't see it happening before then. But they they might, they might they might try to do something beforehand. But I think they're they're gonna try to keep him as the moderate in quotes, um, for the midterms. But I don't think it really matters. They're just gonna pump him up on, like, uh, methamphetamines just to keep yeah. him going. They did the same thing with JFK. Do you think that's what it is? Cause I'm curious because like, oh yeah, that's what they. There's like proof that's what they did with JFK because yeah. he was like disease ridden. And shit, I think from fucking cookers and shit like that. <laughs> like the amount of affairs he had, and his wife was just like, "I'm loyal to my man only because both of our uh, identities, I guess, would be tied to the presidency, mm. or both of our images." Yeah, like I don't want my image ruined by, oh, he's a cheater. Yeah, yeah, but you, it's, you know, slaying office secretaries and everything else, going on a business trip. Yeah, right. Uh, geez. I'm just curious about that because, like, there's, you know, I listen to him sometimes, and it's like, dude, he's not all there. You know, he's fucking barely, he's stumbling through his sentences and everything, and it's like, you know, fuck, man, like, this old man, blah, blah, blah kind of feels bad. And then there's other times that, like, the uh, the address to Congress, you know, like, it wasn't, you know, super fucking attentive or ener- energized or anything like that, but... He seemed to be, for the most... I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to most of it. 
and it seemed like he was doing a lot better than he usually does. And it's like it seems like that that goes up and down. Like one one speech he's doing he's doing good, he's doing decent, and then another one he's just fucking like they, it's like they just were like, yeah, fuck it, you know, today just let him crash and burn. It's not like they're gonna fucking hate him or anything. At least he's not Donald Trump, <laughs> you know. And that's like the the argument. So, um, I was just curious. It could be that though. Um, Matt, he's on methamphetamines. Yeah. I figured it was, I figured it's something. I just didn't, you know, put a lot of thought into like what it is. He, he's definitely got a massive yeah. prescription for an upper. Yeah, it might be Adderall, for all we know. Yeah. But it's he, something. He's, he's on something. Yeah, I mean it's, I mean literally proof that JFK was on shit. Like, because mm-hmm. he went to somewhere, I think, in Russia before he decided to do, like, the Bay of Pigs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, they fucking pumped him full of shit to last. Yeah. Well, as he could. I guess because of, like, all the issues he had from war of, like, medical conditions and this and that. And it's like, you're, like, ran down as, how old was he? Like, 45 or something? Or he wasn't very old. And... Something like that. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, I think he showed the proof of, like, secret societies, and yeah. then it's like, all right, we got to get the fuck rid of this guy. <laughs> yeah, CIA, take him out, blame this guy. He works at that library or something over there. Yeah. It's, uh, the JFK one's still very, quite interesting to me. I believe it. I believe it's a conspiracy. Yeah, I think the podcast I listened to that talked about it was very presidential by Ashley Flowers. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one that was like the first episode. Hmm. Did she just talk about like presidential stuff? Yeah, of like some sneaky fuckers that were just on some shit. Yeah. Like not being faithful and this and that. Like the one, pre- I think Woodrow Wilson, it might have been. Mm-hmm. It's like he just randomly got picked to be president and it's like, Heaven Affairs and all these other kids that would have to, like, pay money to keep the bitch quiet. Wow. To be like, you shouldn't speak on this because here's your money. Yeah. He, what was his significance? I guess it might have been that. That he was just kind of random. But wasn't it, like, when when was Woodrow Wilson? I've been trying to brush up a little bit on, like, figuring out I stuff. I want to say early 1900s. Yeah. Like, early. Like, before. Uh, FDR? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. He might have been the the guy before him. Um, I heard something about him though the other day. I can't remember what it was. It might have had something to do with that though. What you're talking about? I was gonna try to add to it, but then I like I was like, oh Woodrow, and then it went blank. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's who it was. Yeah. <clears throat> now I, I listened to um, uh, Shapiro. He put together a ranking thing for presidents or whatever. Um, I didn't agree with, uh, some of his choices, but other ones I didn't know anything about. So I'm like, I should brush up a little bit on, on these other presidents and stuff that you don't really hear a whole lot about. Like you got your standard ones, George Washington, fucking Trump now, Barack Obama, uh, Abe Lincoln, FDR, JFK, Nixon, Reagan. Actually, it was Grover Cleveland. Or wait. Fuck. Grover. Wow, I can't remember now. (laughs) B. 
because Grover Cleveland was right before Woodrow Wilson episode. Gotcha. But well, looks like we yeah. both need to brush up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and this lady's just basically talking like the dark secrets of the presidents. Now, does it does she go through like all presidents, like even if they don't really have like that much corruption or whatever? Does she stick to the ones that are? I think it's more the ones that are like yeah. fucked. Gotcha. I might have to check that out then. Um, yeah, she does the uh, Crime Junkie podcast. I listen to that one too. Yeah. You a crime junkie? Not like that, but it's just, I'm at work for 12 hours. I need fucking content <laughs> to keep me going. Yeah. That's why I, I, I listen to like, you know, I get my Shapiro in and my Crowder in on a regular basis because they have like schedules and then in between that I'll listen to Tim Cast and uh, Thomas Soul and... Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson's a great one to listen to if you if you need something. I would definitely re- recommend him to everybody. I'm trying to buy his audiobook, but it's fucking between Audible and Amazon. I'm like, I bought one book and I can listen to it on the Kindle app. Mm-hmm. But then it's like anything else is like Audible. I'm like, no, I want the Kindle <laughs> app. I don't yeah. want to pay for your Audible bullshit. I just want to be able to buy the book and listen to it. Which one are you getting? Uh... The one I think about making your bed or some shit. So 12 Rules for Life? I think so. Yeah. He just released, uh, uh, I think it's been a couple months now, but uh, 12 More Rules. Uh, I want to get them both. So. Yeah, I think that was the ideal, but it's like trying to figure out how to get the Audible version or the audio book. Yeah. Yeah. To where Amazon makes it very fucking hard. Well, that's stupid <laughs> I've never had to try I've never tried to buy an audiobook so I don't know what that process was like it's like get two free with audible it's like I'm not paying fifteen dollars for two free books a month because I'm a, yeah. like I'm a content junkie like I work a lot I need multiple books to keep me interested yeah. but I'm not gonna pay for two books anymore yeah but I mean I mean you could have those two books and then buy more. I feel like that's a decent price for... Well, is it like just two random... Like, do you get to pick the books? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, I'd take that. You know, you find some expensive-ass books and fucking $15. Thank you. <laughs> but I don't know. That's... Uh, if I get it... I should probably sh- start doing that, too, because, like, I'm not a big fan of reading, but I want to. Like, I, I read, like, articles and stuff like that, but when it comes to books, it's harder. I just I don't have the concentration to make it all the way through a book. Uh, but I think if I had an audio version of it that I can, you know, pause it, come back to it the next day and just listen to it, I'd definitely be able to get through something like that. You should get the David Goggins book then. Yeah. It was really good. Who, who's, who's he? Uh, he's a fucking animal. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That's. He's just a guy who wrote a book. Uh, well, I've heard about him from Rogan. Like, I, that's where I get a lot of my shit, if yeah. you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's, you know, uh, he was like 200, 300 pounds, and he did the Army and shit, or no, he did the Air Force, got out, and then something where he's like, I'm going to go be a Navy SEAL. And they're like, well, you're fucking overweight. <laughs> no recruiter station would take him. Eventually found, like, a new guy that's like, yeah, you know, you're a bit heavy, but... You got so many months to lose the weight. Yeah. So you lost like 100-something pounds in three months. Shit. Yeah, so like, it's basically, no excuses. Yeah. Like, 
you know, he has all kinds of like different kind of like life things that would make more sense for some people. Like yeah. he's got the accountability mi- mirror. It's like things that you're unhappy with, you know, he writes it on the mirror, the bathroom mirror. So every day he has to look at it. Yeah. And then yeah, that's a good, like another thing that stood out to me was like, you might have bullies, but there's also some truth in bullies. It's like, Oh, what's up, fat ass? Yeah. Not, oh, I'm sad. No, you're fat. Yeah. Accept it. They're telling you the truth, but they're just bullying you because they're telling you the truth. Yeah. Bullies get their power from your, like, insecurities and stuff like that. Like, if people just took it, it was like, you know, like, I try to t- do that shit when people, like, call me fat or something like that. Like, yeah, and? Like, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fat. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Like, what are you trying to do here? And then that really throws them off. And then, then they're not a bully anymore. Um, that's a that's a good mentality if you have the willpower. I think that all comes down to willpower because like like the no excuses and like seeing that every day. If you have the willpower to push yourself to do that, which um, willpower, um, the best way I heard it explained at one point in time was it's, it's like a muscle. You have to constantly like work on your will. Um but like I, I could see where people would be like seeing that every day, and then they just get down on themselves because they they don't you know push forward to you know like trying to get through it and like the no excuses things like that that's something that I actually do to myself. But I don't my will lets go sometimes. So like I'll say no excuses, but then I'll like you know I'll do something and I'll make an excuse for it. Um, but I try to like if I say these cans sitting here when when we get done with the podcast. You know, I, if I look at them and I think, you know, those are garbage and I don't do it, I'll make up an excuse for it or something like that. But it's just like, really, I should just be like, no, what the fuck are you doing? No excuses. Just throw it away. It's fucking stupid, simple. <laughs> but th- that's a small thing, you know, like right. that. But that's, I think that's what it sounds like, you know, from, from if he lost a fucking hundred pounds in three months, like that sounds like the kind of thing that he's doing is, you know, like your, your brain automatically wants to make up an excuse for you because you don't want to do it. Yeah, he calls it like callousing your mind. Yeah. So like, basically, you just got to mold yourself into doing it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, shit sucks, but you know, think through it. Like, he went through buds like three times or something. Shit. Uh, so his actual like boss in the military was actually Jocko Willink. I was about to say, didn't Jocko talk about this guy? Yeah. Maybe because I, I remember hearing about a dude who did it like three different times. And okay, so yeah, I've heard it was of this guy before. His boss, I think, with the Ramadi. Is that the place? I think. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's like the one big like war zone that we had there in Afghanistan, maybe, maybe Iraq, one yeah. of the two. But yeah, but I mean, he's fucking like the dude don't even own a car; he just runs everywhere. Huh. It's like, oh, it's twenty five miles. Okay, guess I'm going there. That's runs. some serious fucking dedication and willpower right there. He <laughs> like, runs uh like ultra marathons like yeah. constantly. Just all right, fucking he, running. He knows what he wants, and he's getting it, you know. Uh, Hey, fucking hats off to you, bud. Like, that's fucking dope. He's got a pull-up record. Uh, Let me look it up real quick, but it's, like, for the most pull-ups in, like, 24 hours. Hell, yeah. Like, the first time he failed because, like, I'm pretty sure he literally ripped, like, his bicep muscle. Uh, While you're looking that up, uh, off-topic... Uh, but if we want to talk about some pull-ups, I don't know if you've been watching the XRP price, but it's pulling up. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going up. 
Um, and big shout out to uh, my buddy David Lovett at uh, work. He uh, he hooked me up with this this hat. Oh, big X. Yeah, the fucking XRP. That's a symbol for it. What did he make it? No, no, he bought it. He oh. he bought one for me, and I was like, "Fucking hey, dude, that's dope." Um, crypto Bros. So I found his record. Yeah, twenty four hours. He did four thousand and thirty. Four thousand and thirty pull ups. And and how many hours? Twenty four. Wow, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, that uh, I'm not doing that. I can barely no. get fucking five in an hour. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Jesus Christ, that that has to be just like I'm not gonna say he's fucking like up down up down up down, but he's like calculated like up down. Up, well, he he had down. it broke down to how many <laughs> fucking, he needed per minute. Yeah, and then where he can rest and you know yada yada yada. So it was uh-huh. like every like three four hundred or something, then he could take like a thirty second break. Jesus Christ! If he was doing, when he took a break, was he able to like hop off, or did he have to hang? You know, like I guess he would hop off. Just oh, okay. That, well, many that makes that makes it a little bit better. If he could take like a thirty second break and rest his arms, then yeah, but like you're talking like a thirty second break like every couple hours. No, I yeah, I get that. I'm not saying that it's <laughs> easy at all. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But it makes it a little. It makes him seem a little bit more human. <laughs> uh, I don't think he is. Yeah. Just like the shit oh, you I hear. I feel a little bit, a little bit more human. <laughs> he does seem like an animal, though. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, he, something. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, there's, like, videos of, like, getting, like, shit drained out of his foot from, like, how much he runs of, like, I wouldn't say infections, but, like, the, like, buildup of certain shit that you get, and it just has to get it drained because it just builds up so much. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, but his book's good. Like, it's really fucking good. I I suggest anybody to listen to it at least once. Yeah. I had to check it out. I added to my list of books that I want to get. I've started a list on Amazon of... Primarily, I've gotten, like, authors. But uh, I do have a couple, like, single books that I want to get. So I'll add him on there. And I definitely suggest what you were trying to... What you're trying to buy, the... 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. I also, I'll recommend that one. I haven't actually read the book, but I've listened to multiple interviews of him, like just talking about the book and stuff like that, and how he's helped people, you know, pull through things. Uh, it's primarily, it seems to be guys, but I was just listening to one uh, before you came over, and uh, I, I was reading through the comments, and it was like three or four of them down. And a, a girl was on there and she was like, I know that he primarily seems to talk to guys or guys listen to him, but he's helped me. I'm a woman and he's helped me out tremendously get from a dark place and, you know, care about myself and stuff like that. So if you're in a dark place and you need help working through something, Jordan B. Peterson, that's your man. Yeah. The crazy fucking thing be like the dude actually got really big. Like Thomas used to listen to him like yeah. religiously, yeah. like lectures on YouTube and everything. Yeah. Like he always told me about the guy, and then it's like one day I popped up on Rogan. I'm like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. who's been talking about? Yeah, I, 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 I was trying to think actually, like where I heard of him. I think it is because of the transgender stuff. That's how I found out about him. Um, cause he was he got into it with this uh, with uh, I don't know who he got into it with, but it was about a law that they were trying to pass in Canada for compelled speech and 
you know, I listened to him talk about it and he made a lot of sense. And I was like, huh, huh, there we go. And then I started listening to a bunch of other shit and I was like, dude, this, this guy's amazing and he's very calculated and I love it. Uh, polar opposite of, well, I don't want to say polar opposite. They probably have some similarities, but your guy, the, what was his name? David Goggins. Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, that dude sounds like he's a fucking beast and Jordan, just a lighthearted, you know, soft man. And he's fucking like a little twig type guy. (laughs) (laughs) But David Goggins is fairly small too. Oh, is it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, let me. Uh, I'm gonna see a picture of him because, uh, like, in my mind, I'm literally picturing an animal, like fucking jacked, fucking. Yeah, no, he's, he's like far from that. Like, oh, he's like jacked, but he's like far from like being that big. See if you can find like a before and after of like what he looked like before. Groggins. Goggins. Goggins. Shit. Yeah, there it is, David Goggins. Okay. Yeah, he, he's when he dropped the weight. Like he, what what I'm picturing in my head is before he dropped the weight, <laughs> but like muscle. He seems to that seems to be a decent amount of fat on there, and he's just trimmed it all off. Okay, good on you, bud. A hundred pounds in fucking three months, dude. That's wild. Yeah, that's I'm what people. Sure, it was three months. Yeah, that's what people should have been doing through uh, COVID. Should have been reading his book or listening to it and fucking losing some weight. That's what they should have been doing. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like, his book's really good. And yeah. the way they talk, like, you know, accountability mirror and odds and ends like that, it's like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like, you got to kind of face it every day. It's like, what, are you not going to use the bathroom? I know, because the mirror's right there, you're going to see it. Yeah, you got you to gotta answer to yourself. You can't just push it away, which a lot of people do. That's why a lot of people like drink and shit like that and like do drugs. It's like, I'm not saying everybody does it because of that. Some people are comfortable, but a lot of people do that so they don't have to fucking deal with their, what they hate about themselves. I've been drinking heavy here lately. Yeah? Do you hate yourself? I don't know, I think. Yeah? (laughs) Don't hate yourself, bro. Yeah, my last furlough, I think I drink pretty much every day besides like two. Yeah. Um... I drink Thursday night. I, I feel drink. like you're bored, bro. Yeah, there's fucking something going on. I'm just like, ah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, shit. Whoops. Yeah. I, I feel like you're bored. You gotta, you gotta do something. Well, I'm tired of beating everybody in pool. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you hop back on Magic? Yeah, I need to do that. But yeah. it's like... You haven't even played this new set, really. But me and Paco's been getting drunk. Yeah. Paco, 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 you listening in, man? If you're listening in... Don't be getting this man drunk every fucking day. He needs to be productive. I think it's vice versa. Or get him drunk and make him start working on his uh, comedy career. Because that's when you get Ooh. real funny. And that's you should have been be there doing. last night. Yeah, I bet you were fucking hilarious. Nah, I told everybody my two bits. Mm-hmm. The premise. So the first one is about my aunt being a whore <laughs> and the Catholic priest and COVID. The second one's about my sister and her blood pressure medicine, and I told her last night that oh, oh I literally God. had a comedy bit, and Timmy's like, you're fucking right. <laughs> it's like, have a good dope cheeseburger. It's like, it's like fucking drive throughs That's where you stay. It's like, you go to a marathon because they have a drive through You won't even get out of your car. He's like, you're missing the whole premise. It's like, you're on blood pressure medicine because you don't fucking exercise. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
if you ever actually get a bit together, like a uh, like a full um, uh, what's it called, fucking show, I guess, or whatever, uh, you're probably gonna be hated <laughs> if, yeah. if that's the content of your jokes, which I think is hilarious. And there will be plenty of people who think you're hilarious, but the loudest people will probably hate you. Yeah, I don't care. <clears throat> no, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you shouldn't care because they're just loud is all they are. They're loud and insecure. I mean, there's minor truths <clears throat> to it. It's like... Exactly. That's why they're I am mad. a whore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I can't... I was going more on the uh, the blood pressure part of it. I don't know but that's for truth. sure that side. But yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it is the truth, it's the fucking truth then. So... Yeah, you should definitely keep up. So are you actually, like, trying to work some more shit out? Uh, I might. I've been, yeah. like, kind of debating it and everything. I mean, then, like, I don't know. So my sister's Carrie. Carrie said something to Paco last night. And he was like, well, ain't that the least of your worries? Because <laughs> yeah, it was, like, right after I told him about the blood pressure. And then she was yeah. like, all right, you got me there. <laughs> I feel like... uh. Oh, Carrie, she's been lightening up, seems like she's, a, you know, I feel like back in the day, she'd probably fucking punch you in the face, and now she's like, well, yeah, you know, like joking around with you. I don't know, maybe. No, no, no? I don't know. I guess just because I'm her brother, but I did have to, like, uh, try to con my siblings to come pick me up yesterday, otherwise I was going to hurl my body in front of a bus. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that what, I saw you post something or whatever saying, like, Austin and Carrie, your my life is in your hands. <laughs> yeah, I was like. My body is in your control. Tank bus runs soon. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I didn't get it. And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, um, and then it was like, like and share, you'll die tonight. I'm like, Austin <laughs> Carey, remember, I didn't like it. All I did was share it. You guys don't want to pick me up. Don't make me like it. And they eventually picked me up. Well, Carey yeah. did. I text Austin. He's like, no, I'm not coming back down there. It's like, no. dude, you're a piece of shit. Like then- you are. And then he came back down there? No. Carrie had to come get me. I thought you said he dropped a fucking... Well, he was down there earlier in the day. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But then I had to text my mom. I'm like, hey, look, I just want to let you know your other two kids are pieces of shit. <laughs> She's oh, like, man. why? I'm like, because nobody will pick me up. Yeah. And I need to go to the liquor store <laughs> before I come out. She's like, chill the fuck out. They're coming to get you. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, mm, well, might be too late. Yeah, <laughs> because my next thing was going to be I got weights and I'm putting them on my head and getting in the pool. Shit, <laughs> don't do that shit, man. This is not advice, kids. If any kids are listening, hopefully not. If kids are listening, <laughs> we got some bad parents out there. But um, yeah, that's uh, let's not uh, let's not kill you off yet. I think you got a a good comedy career ahead of you, in my personal opinion. Yeah, with then, a, with a I side mean, hustle of uh, washing cars and smoking people in pool. <laughs> yeah, that's been the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a next bit could be something about Paco and going to jail. My brother kind of gave me that inspiration, even though he's a piece of shit. <laughs> because like we were working out the other day, and he said something. Uh, asked what we were doing or something. Like, oh, we're working out in the basement. He's like, what are you getting ready for the big house? <laughs> <laughs> and like coming from my brother, I'm like. He's not funny at all, but yeah. like that was pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. They, every you know, he can find a, his moments every once in a while. You know, broken clocks right twice a day. Yeah, you know dude said mean? that. So yeah, um, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm only we can keep 
going down this road, but I'm going to let you know that we're already 50 minutes in. And I don't know if you like really wanted to talk about COVID and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, we can small detail it. China's fucked. Yeah. Uh, they're on some slick shit that I think that needs to be handled. But then we got the bullshit president that's like making more enemies than friends. Yeah. yeah. It's like you might be making friends, but you're making pussy friends. <laughs> it's like the French, they done withdrew from World War Three already. Um, supposedly Russia's doing some shit It's yeah. like basically like a warning to us Like hmm, yeah, yeah, try me motherfucker Something to do with Ukraine I'm pretty sure Yeah and it's like Biden shut the fuck up Yeah I don't think we want these problems Well well, well Putin's a killer <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Putin's a killer <laughs> Then we got like, another world no power shit. of China They all are <laughs> Like you're a killer too Biden The fuck out of here Like your first week you Drop fucking drones, didn't you, bub? And your kid's a drug addict. Yeah, like that's his kid is like the the biggest like what the fuck to me out of his presidency. I think like you know like everybody sees that and nobody get like if that was Donald Trump Jr. Dude, that would be nonstop every fucking day. You would hear something about about him every single day. I guarantee it. And it's like, nobody cares. Like, he's a fucking crack addict. He lied on a fucking background check so he can buy a gun so he can throw it in a fucking trash can next to a kindergarten fucking school building. Like, he's got pictures fucking smoking crack with whores. It's like, what the fuck? And then they're like, br- whatever. I don't... Sounds like <laughs> he knows how to party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking wild, man. Uh, sorry. Every time I hear Hunter's name, I'm just, it just baffles me. I'm like, what the... F-? Like... I guess it's good that we don't have to hear about him all the time, but it's like, I, I just I don't see how 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 do we not hear about him all the time? It's like, not Trump, <clears throat> exactly. But yeah, no China. Then it's like part of this pandemic, they decided, oh, stock market drops. Let's buy up a shit ton of stuff in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a you know something we need to fucking handle. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want your money. Yeah, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm I'm curious on like. Because I think that we should be able to, you know, be free and invest across countries and stuff like that. But I'm like, is there a way that we can get around communism? <laughs> like, you know, can we say you, you can only do it? I don't, I don't know, like, how we could put the guidelines on there. You know what I mean? To allow for free trade amongst countries, but also not support, you know, like he was talking about with, like, you know, our, I mentioned this before the podcast, but how our pensions that are investing in Chinese businesses are we're technically when we put our money in our pension, we are supporting like child sweatshops and shit like that. And it's like, that's fucked up, you know, but that's their country. And, you know, some people look at it like, well, they're doing what they do. And, you know, I, I somewhat agree with that, you know, because it's not my country and yeah. that sucks for their predicament, but like also not my country. So. But at the same time, it's like, but I don't want any hand in it either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be supporting it. So, but it's kind of hard too because he, and I, I've thought this before, you know, there's all kinds of shit. Like, every, I'd say fucking at least 50% of the shit in this room right now probably had something made with child labor. I, I could probably be guaranteed. Yeah. So I guess the two elephants in the room would be Wall Street and China yeah. because Wall Street's like, fuck yeah, it's. And up, I'm making money. Like yeah. I don't care where it came from. On the other side, China's like, hell yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah. But like I figure if they can handle Wall Street of like, look, we're not supporting this. You're not allowed. Yeah. 
You shut down that piece, and then it kind of cripples the other one. But how do we go about that? Because, like, I don't know. It's always risky territory for me when I, whenever I think, like, yeah, the government should fucking step in and do, like... Um, I, that's always like touchy. I, I'd have to hear the the right way to do it because they, if they just fuck up a lot, that's why I don't like the, the government taking charge of things. Cause they uh, fuck it up. Well, it depends. The government should be able to step up and defend us. We're being yeah. invaded, not necessarily invaded as a country, but we're being invaded with other things. And I agree with that. That's like their main role in my opinion, but it's, it would just depend on how they do it. So like, if they, they came, like, that's what I was talking about. Like, how do we do it? Do we just put, like, a ban on communist countries? Then like, we start introducing tariffs to other things. Like, guess what, Apple? You got your shit over there? Guess what? Yeah. There's tariffs. You want your shit sold here? Guess what? That's what's happening. Yeah. No, I could see that. But I, I feel like there's also, from my understanding, there's there's some sort of ways around tariffs and shit like that. So it doesn't seem like it actually works all that well. And it, from the sound of it, you know, I'm not an expert in this. Just, just what I've heard when I've looked into it. I listen to like economists and stuff like that. Um, you know, tariffs are kind of like the the soft position on it. It's like you know, we're gonna put this out here. It looks good. You know, it sounds right and stuff like that. But it's actually not really doing all that much. I don't. And maybe it is. Maybe maybe these guys are wrong. I haven't looked into it a whole lot, but there just has to be the right way. But I agree with you. You know, we shouldn't be, you know, it, it is an attack on, you know, our morality, basically, is kind of the way I could look at it, you know. You know, we're, we're unintentionally, you know, unin- ill-informed, you know, we're not informed exactly where, you know, what's going on in that country. So when we're putting our money into these things, we don't know if we're supporting these things, you know, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but I mean, it's. It just has to be gotta, the right way. Yeah, they got to figure out Wall Street. Because it's like, didn't they put it that the way of uh, the cameras that's using uh, AI for like face recognition is being sold on Wall Street and something with a tax break or something? I mean, I know that sounds very butchery, but I know it was along them premises. Because they were using the face recognition against the Uyghur Muslims. Yeah. But that's also being sold here in the States or something. And Well, the way that they were, I think what he was talking about was that like, we didn't, you know, people invest in it without knowing, like you, you see that and you're like, wow, that's just a fucking phenomenal camera. And then China turns around and uses it for terrible things because they're a terrible fucking, the party is the, is a terrible party. Um, I think that's what he was kind of getting at is like, we just, we do it un, unknowingly. Like, you know, we see that this company is making awesome cameras. So now we want to invest in that company. Well, it turns out those awesome cameras are being used to fucking, you know, point out and track down Uyghur Muslims and fucking put them in concentration camps so we can harvest their livers. You know, <laughs> so like. <laughs> yeah, so I think we just need to make a deal with a couple other world powers and just invade China. You think so? Yep, public execution. Right on front street. <laughs> Take them down. Like, I, fucking uh, act out. This is what's going to happen. Then we just leave. Yeah, I don't know. But I then, don't know about all that because I, I don't necessarily agree with us and for interfering with if they want to do that you know that's fucking that sucks and i guess it is kind of our position as a superpower but then again i don't agree with us being you know a superpower like i i I just want to be fucking left alone and fucking yeah give me free and (laughs) you know so at the same time like that's a that's a that's a tear you know because i I don't want to go over because like what's the answer we go over there and we're like 
you know, you got to cut the shit out now or it's war. And then like hundreds of thousands of our people and their people die that, you know, didn't have any part in this. It's just because the fucking that that party of people, you know, a, a select few. Now, if we go over there, like assassination missions, you know, and fucking just take them out one by one type thing. I might be down for that. I don't know. Not the death. But then again, I don't, Calls yeah, doing business. Yeah. But at the same time there too, as I'm, I'm thinking this out as we're going right now. So like, I don't like the death penalty. I don't like death. Um, I believe that those people should be tortured personally. Um, anybody who's like up for the death penalty, I think should be tortured for the rest of their life. Personally fed once a week, you know, 25 cent meal. Type I, don't know, thing, I think I kind of agree with it. You agree with the death penalty? Yeah, it's kind of like nature sort itself out. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I don't want, I don't wish death on anybody. And if anybody does something fucked up, I don't, I think that's the easy way out. And I think, you know, like, oh, you, you killed somebody. Now there, that family has to like, say if they killed somebody, that family now has to grieve and, and live with all this fucking memories and experiences and everything of what this guy did. And now he doesn't have to. I think he should have to live with it and be treated like absolute shit for the rest of his life. Locked up in a cell, dark cell somewhere. I think think it's the Darwinism in me. Yeah. No, I I, I get that. That's where it's like, I don't know, it's just I'm a very strong believer in Darwinism. That's one where I like, you know, if people want that, sure, whatever. You know, it's not that big of a deal for because like I get why people want the death penalty. But I just see I see death as the easy way out, so that's my only complaint with that. But, anyways, that's kind of off topic. It's it, the the thing for me with China is we have to do it right. If if we He's did anything, shut them down at all costs. Shut them down. Yeah, but I don't want a bunch of, a lot of people dying in the process. But if they signed up for the military, that's the risk that they took. They knew that for signing up. Yeah, it's not like. Sunshine and rainbows, or give you rainbow sherbet ice cream every night, yeah, and pay you to what? You signed up for this, yeah. Well, hear me out on this too. So, if let me see, okay, it's kind of like the thing that that happened with the regime change with under Obama. Um, the guy they said that the guy was going to commit like mass genocide against his people, kind of what China's doing right now, and and so they went in. I can't remember his, I. Asalami or some shit out of fucking I just butchered that but some guy that Obama took out and it was a it was over a regime change I don't know what other besides the genocide thing what else happened but he didn't have a plan afterwards so are we just going to leave the people there that don't you know they don't know how to set everything up or are we going to have a plan afterwards like the government has a lot of opportunities to fuck it up and like one opportunity to get it right so like if they do it right I'd be for it they're probably not going to do it right, though. I think they should look <laughs> at it as not your pig, not your farm, but you people ain't going to keep buying our shit up and try to control the United States is what I see happening. Yeah, I, I'm just going off your scenario if we invaded them. I'd rather go that route and, you know, like we just try to cut them off some way, shape or form. You know, Gotta unless if they're going to play by our rules. If you're going to sell to our people, you know, and, and take our people's money, then you got to play by our rules. Well, it's not necessarily they're taking our money like they are, but they're also buying into these corporations that they're, Overall, trying to get the majority share. Yeah. To where it's like, I fucking own it. Now it's coming to China. Yeah. I mean, they got to figure out that, Wall Street in that situation. The, 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 us giving them money and investing in them and stuff like that, that's 
you know, we could talk about that, but the them buying into us, I think that should not be because that shouldn't be allowed because their government, because they could do exactly what you just said and, uh, you know, bring the company over to China and then they could seize control over it. And, and now the government controls it because that's how communism works. They, they can right. just seize the, the means of operation. And it's like, um, yeah, no, <laughs> you should not. They should not be allowed. You know, the go- Chinese government should not be allowed to invest in our fucking companies and, and shit like that and t- get a majority share, take them over there and then fucking completely control them. Like, uh, <sighs> but what's the right way? <laughs> How do we do it? Do we just cut them off to say no more? Yeah, shut down chi- or shut down Wall Street. But then it's just, well, here's a. Uh whatever you know chinese citizen they're the one that bought all the stock not us guess what we're going to take it from you it's ours now yeah we just used you as a name an alias to buy it yeah and for anybody who's kind of curious i'm i know i said something about covid and then we talked about china all this is coming from basically an episode of the joe rogan experience with josh rogan and talking about how we kind of got a glimpse of some certain, you know, insecurities in the U.S. Uh, during COVID. And, you know, when we had to shut shit down and stuff like that, and we didn't have all that, we didn't have enough masks, we didn't have certain medicines and stuff like that, it's because they were made in China. And China basically held, um, the, held it over our head and was like, you know, when they, when you talk about like the Wuhan lab and like where it came from and shit like that, they basically were like, you're going to not talk about this and then we'll give you your masks. So that's fucked up. But it, I was just throwing it out there for some context for people listening in and like, why are we, you know, where did this come from? So, yeah, it's fucked. And then it's like, they never want, because the, the dude put it as uh, there's no statute limitations on 3 million deaths. Every one of them caskets had, has a lawyer. Yeah. Toward China's like, Oh Yeah. Oh, Might have came from an ice cream box. <laughs> oh my god! That when he said that, I was like, "What? <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't it die on if it was like frozen boxes?" Because he said something that was frozen and boxed up. I was like, "Wouldn't it die?" But then, like, it's obvious. It's it's he said the laugh test or whatever. Like, it doesn't pass the laugh test or something like that. Or he said it doesn't pass the something test. And yeah, sure. I agree with him. I was like, when you as soon as he like said it, I was like. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> like it came over on a frozen box from fucking whatever country, you know. First of all, exactly what he said, you know. Like, how do you look into that? You got fucking shit coming in from everywhere. You'd have to shut down like every. It's just not possible. Instead, how about we look at one or two places that were creating and altering coronaviruses that came from bats? That sounds like a good start. And why did we allow the people that ran the facility to basically give us our, oh, no, that's not what happened here. Okay, see you guys later. Thanks for the, you know, chance of talking. Yeah, and then they had the investigators or whatever that were friends with those guys, like, to go into. And it's like, what? Yeah, that whole situation. If he's true, I will say from the beginning, there was something that I felt off about with him. And then I've learned that he writes for the Washington Post. And I was like, ah, that's what it is. I don't hate the guy for because he seems like he's actually well-rounded, good head on his shoulders. But um, if everything that he's saying is true, then, yeah, that's fucked. 
I, I give it a grain of salt just because he works for the Washington Post and they like to lie. So, but doesn't mean everybody does there. Yeah, well, I think he's worked for other places before that. That's just kind of his employment now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, it's he doesn't pick a side because he writes about both parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I believe him about like ninety-seven percent. There's a little three percent. I'm like, I need to look into it myself, basically. Which should always be there. You shouldn't just take it things like that at face value. But you know, it's interesting to think about, and we we saw it. You know even not knowing all this stuff we still we saw the mass shortage mask shortages you know um we heard about the talks about fucking medication being made in china and stuff like that and we didn't know that it was being held over the heads but we we saw it you know so that at least is true yeah we didn't know the context of everything we just like oh mass shortage okay well why oh that would make sense yeah and then i guess the president of china told trump like oh yeah no just like cold like symptoms um yeah, they just natural remedies it. will fix it and then it's like oh okay yeah great thanks guy he mm-hmm. jinping or something his name is yeah she's jinping and then it's like eh, no yeah they're just a bunch of fucking liars they're terrible people um and i didn't necessarily agree with you know josh when he talked when he started talking about um the NBA and, and the Hong Kong situation. He was like, you know, that's $400 million or something like that. And he's like, that's a lot of money. I was like, it doesn't matter. It should, it shouldn't matter. You know, Nike laid their bed and they should have fucking had to deal with it because, you know, they shouldn't have stopped. Um, I, I let me, let me get this out there. They can do whatever they want, but that should be a reflection on them. And hopefully people realize it, but the NBA should not have, you know, shunned everybody and, and said no especially with the shit with like colin kaepernick and and um he was able to you know did the knee and then he he took the knee and then he started fucking doing pressers and shit like that and it's like when they try to do the hong kong thing it's like no no no, no shut it all that up shut it all up now like just no so it's kind of it's kind of goofy i didn't necessarily agree with him i did and i didn't that like he was trying to justify it it seemed like like that's a lot of money and you're like i don't give a fuck if it was a lot of money you're talking about people's freedoms and shit like that you know like we we helped them out for however long to keep their freedoms and then now with the hong kong thing i'm pretty sure it's like they had like a 99 year contract or, or some sort of some sort of thing where they were like protected under like british law or some shit right i think so yeah and like I think we had a hand in like helping that out and shit, and then that came up, and now China's trying to take it over and shit like that. And like, uh, this is where you know things conflict with me because I, I don't want to be involved in other people's other people's businesses, but all at the same time, the more that we let China fucking go around, it's a threat to us. The more that we let them fucking pick up nations here and there, the bigger they're gonna get, and the the scarier it's gonna become. So. I have to kind of look past my don't meddle in other people's shit view to, you know, stop something that's coming my way. <laughs> so, yeah, no, exactly. I think that's like they the uh, I guess I would say the government needs to try to like figure that out, but they I, I mean, almost at all cost. Yeah. It's like it's, you got to shut it down. China's just so intertwined and like if you're a conspiracy, you know, if you're into 
conspiracies and just saying conspiracies automatically like pretty much denounces me um but if you look into a lot of shit with like especially with like the pandemic and stuff like that um and seeing like china's ties with with certain people and certain organizations like the who and shit like that like they're fucking meddling into a lot of things that like it's hard to see like it's hard to know and we probably never know everything that they hold over people's heads and like how they, you know, how much they manipulate and shit like that. But the manipulation is there and some of it you can see, obviously I'd say most of it you probably, we can't see or don't know about, but some of the stuff like the Hong Kong thing, the masks and stuff like that, that, that like we see that and I hope people start to open up their eyes. Like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe China fucking sucks and we should do something about it. <laughs> so, um, which I think is kind of like a goal, or it seemed like at least of this of that Rogan guy. So, you know, he seems to be pretty passionate about that shit. So, right. Hopefully. Didn't you write a book? You wrote a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, was it about China and stuff like that, or was it just in I general think it dealt with some of that shit? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I tell you, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I learned about a bunch of like their their connections with. Um, like the WHO and shit when I when I started listening to Valuetainment uh, I think I brought this up back when I was talking about like the Great Reset and shit like that um, but they had this German lawyer on that was suing the suing he wants to get people together in all countries to basically sue the world over the fear that they caused for the pandemic and um, you know he goes through a bunch of different things and I, you know we don't have to go through everything i re- i reread i reread it every once in a while and it's just kind of like you know every time i reread it or re-listen to his interview i'm just like man like i didn't catch that part and it's like man like really good like the other day i reread um his little uh, proposal to i guess to the people to try to start investigations and one of it was like um was all the the lockdowns and the mask mandates and all these different things were they actually to protect people um and to like because you cared about their health or was it a um here let me pull it up because i want to say it right because it it makes you think it has to do with like big tech uh big pharma and um here let me uh panic paper Where is he at? Rolmer. Or Reiner. Reiner Fielmick. He's a lawyer in California and Germany. And it's the second thing. This is the three major questions to be answered in the context of a judicial approach to the Corona scandal. And I I won't read them all, but the second one is, do the so-called anti-Corona measures measures such as lockdown, mandatory face masks, social distancing, and quarantine regulations serve to protect the world's population from corona or do these measures serve only to make people panic so that they believe without any questions that their lives are in danger so that in the end the pharmaceutical and tech industries can generate huge profits from the sale of pcr tests antigens antibody tests and vaccines as well as the harvesting of our genetic fingerprints and when i heard that last part with the tech and the fingerprints thing i was like what if this was a way, you know, to kind of, you know, round up everybody, get them on the books, you know, everybody going in for testing and, and shit like that, like constantly getting tested and this or that. 
that's a little less but the the big tech and the big pharma thing i mean think of the two industries that boomed during corona you got the vaccines from big pharma and then big tech with all the zoom shit and like work from home and everything like yep the tech went fucking skyrocketing and then once the vaccines came out you know they go up they go back down or whatever but once we you know see the results of the vaccines and shit like that they're gonna fucking skyrocket it's like and plus the pcr tests and stuff like that so it's like huh you start thinking about some shit like that like do we really need the lockdowns and and the social distancing distancing and stuff like that or was that you know a bit much because i you know for me to argue with people we'd have to agree on the premise that the the pandemic was a pandemic and i don't believe it was um I just think, you know, it was a terrible outbreak of a coronavirus, but it wasn't a, pa- a worldwide pandemic, you know, in my opinion. But that's based on lots of different areas that I've researched throughout it. So um, I've had a lot of arguments this week about masks between friends, between coworkers and stuff. So um, it's it's weird and it's weird that it, and it's bringing a lot of things to light. You know, for me, for, you know, the government and big tech, big pharma and all these others to all the way over to like China, you know, it's revealing some things about them that, you know, maybe people wouldn't have noticed or paid attention to. But yeah, it's a uh, Corona. It's fucking eye opening for sure. If, if we can agree with that, you know, realize a lot of people like even though we knew the country is fat, you know, realize that, you know, it's an actual problem. <laughs> because you know like 80 percent of people who uh had severe cases of corona were obese but we won't get into that right now <laughs> um yeah it's corona was a very eye-opening experience but that's fucking wild i don't know if you thought about that I, I like to keep my mind thinking about new and different things and i read that and i was like huh yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, stuff definitely went up. I mean, because yeah. a camera used to be like 30, 40 bucks for like a webcam. It's like 100 bucks for a decent one now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we can disagree on like if it was like a plot to do that. But no matter what, you can't deny that like, yeah, that did happen. So hopefully people, you know, won't write me off and they'll actually think about it. You know, oh, he's just crazy. Well, no, actually that did happen. So can now we can we talk about it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. We are an hour and 20 in, though. Oh, shit. Um, so I guess we'll wrap it up there. I know we, we're kind of all over the place today, but that's uh, fine. Uh, it's the beauty of the podcast. We're not professionals. It's not a problem. And we don't have any real goals here besides to just fucking talk each week. So That's why it's called The Tales. The Tales of Robin J. We are here to just talk and tell, tell you guys. Yeah, tell you guys <laughs> tales. So, um, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Um, again, appreciate everybody who participated in the, uh, the free t-shirt giveaway. Nobody. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and let me see if I, do I have a, damn it. No, I didn't put it on there. I, I, I did have, uh, on the soundboard, I did have the, um, the office, what's his fucking name? Guy, no, the guy from the office, uh, Steve Carell. Oh. Um, where he, I'm pretty sure it's from the office. No. Yeah. God, no. Yeah. I had that on the soundboard at one point in time. I was going to play it, but, um, yeah, 
sarcasm aside, thanks for anybody who actually, you know, went and liked the page or at least like gave us a try. You know, I, I don't expect people, if it's not your style, don't stay for any arbitrary reason. We want people to stay because they like it. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you guys at least checking us out. So with that being said, let's do, um, I have a quote of the week. I don't necessarily, let me, let me pull it up. So I I know, I remember what it actually was. Let's see here. Uh, That's not it. Google. No. Where the fuck are my favorites? I can't find my favorites. Oh, if I'm not able to fucking... I had one. It was like a Mark Twain. Is it a Mark Twain or... Fuck. I'm kind of upset now. I'm not going to be... It didn't save. It said... I added it to my favorites and it's not there or I'm looking at the wrong thing I guess maybe okay well let me just fucking google let's see here libertarian quotes I was looking up libertarian quotes because we we had the the Dave Smith thing so um, I wanted to have a libertarian quote and I found a decent one from Mark Twain I thought it was um, and I had it saved and it's fucking it's not there now so oh wait hold on favorite pages libertarian quotes there it is sorry sorry it took me a minute but I found it um yeah so it kind of goes into what we were talking about today kind of but we didn't actually like get to the to this part of it but it it just had to do with corona basically uh this is from it wasn't mark twain uh that was the original one i found but then i found a better one uh it's from benjamin franklin and uh, another great guy and uh the quote is those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And I brought up that quote because, you know, there's a lot of talk about um, when it comes to Corona and like the, the lockdowns and the masks and stuff like that, that, you know, whenever people are bitching about, like, you know, it's my right or I, my, you're taking away my liberties and people are like, liberty, schmiberty, you know, we don't give a fuck. It's, it's a health crisis. We, you know, we have to give up things to, to be safe and stuff like that. And and like, I fight against that. Like, no, I don't, you know, I'm not responsible for your health. I think let me do what I want to do. Fuck off basically. And, uh, especially for something that I don't believe is a pandemic, but that, that quote kind of sums that up. Like if you, if you want to give up your liberties for a little bit of safety from the fucking federal government, then maybe you don't deserve either. So, and that's from the words of, uh, Benjamin Franklin. So take that, sit on it, marinate on it, you know, for the, <laughs> for the next week. And, um, yeah, check us out on Spotify, Apple podcast, tell your friends about us, uh, Google podcast as well. 
Uh, check out the website, thetalesofrobinj.wordpress.com. By the way, I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode about the uh, the pictures of the beers and like the name of them and stuff. And uh, you can also find all the names of each beer and the descriptions and the alcohol content and everything about them and their websites uh, on the on our website. So go check that out. Go to Beer 30 if you want to know that stuff. Um, and I believe that's it. You got anything else, Rob? No. All righty. Well, I guess we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks. See, See you. Peace. <laughs>